For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick, and it's time for this week's Matchups episode with co-host Frazier Tafar. Frazier, how are you doing? Doing good, Ken. Coming off a gritty win against the Cardinals last week. Uh, looking forward to another tough NFC matchup against the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, not, not a huge game if you look at playoff leverage here for the Ravens. They're in pretty good shape no matter what. Uh, but always is nice to have a litmus test, kind of like it was against the Lions, against a pretty damn good NFC team. Uh, one of the teams that potentially could be could be a Super Bowl opponent, but certainly at least a playoff caliber team that uh, that's from the NFC. Yep. And it's going to be interesting to see how we come out. I mean, this is a team that generally plays through the competition. We saw it against Detroit. We saw it last week against Arizona. Will they come to the door again against the Seahawks? All right. Well, why don't we uh, we start offense, I think, last week. How about we start on the defensive side this week? What's your big matchup? Yep. My matchup is going to be specifically our defense versus the intermediate passing attack of Seattle. Now, what I mean by that is I expect the defense to be – playing over top coverage and making sure nothing gets beat over top. That's for safeties, corners, and um, linebackers as well. So if that is the main threat we're protecting, we're going to eventually give up those 10 to 25-yard throws. And that's where the Ravens have to be able to die on that hill and force them to kick field goals or force interceptions down in the red zone because – if they can keep the lid on this team and not let DK Metcalf lock it and JSN break the game, I think we have a good chance of winning. All right. We will not know. We don't know right now how the roster is going to be changed for this game, but it appears with the um, cut of uh, Seymour, Gavon Seymour, 
I'm sure he's going to be resigned by the way to the practice squad. They'll use his elevations from there. He's an important player for the Ravens, but uh, it looks like this is a, an opportunity to activate Daryl Worley, which will finally mm-hmm. give them that extra safety they need. Not sure if Marcus Williams is going to be available for the game, but Daryl Worley at least would be a third safety and give the Ravens the option to go back to a cover two look that doesn't include Hamilton on the back end. Um, I think that would be very key to what you're discussing exactly in terms of Worley been a very good positional safety this year when he's played both in the regular season and in the preseason when he, you know, I, I don't want to know how many people remember at this point, but he won them that first preseason game all by himself. It, admittedly, he was like a 12th grader playing among a bunch of seventh grade kids, uh, you know, with, in, in terms of relative size and football understanding uh, at the end of that football game. But uh uh, but that was a dominant performance. Also looked great against the Colts and allowed Hamilton to move up and get the three-sack game when he did that. I think the Ravens are itching to get Hamilton back up to nickel when the situation allows. And uh, and this could be the week that, uh, that that they get to do it with a couple safeties potentially returning. And I think that's a, that will play a big um, part in, in how they're able to put the lid on Seattle's um, a passing attack, and and uh, I would agree that 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 then between level two and level three becomes a huge issue. I think Geno Stone has made a lot of mistakes with the football mm-hmm. this year. He's got nine touchdowns and six interceptions, so he's a guy you can definitely fluster with pass rush and get to make some some uh, pretty significant um, game turning overthrows uh, when the time comes, and and hopefully uh, the back end will be ready to make some plays. And I think. The reason why I'm keying on the intermediate is because we've shown that people can't beat us just throwing mm-hmm. short the whole game. So it's going to be crucial that we are able to protect that intermediate and make sure that if Worley is activated for this game, Hamilton in the box is definitely, I mean, you put him anywhere, he's going to excel. But in the box, I think it's just a different level. He's mm-hmm. at an all pro level when he's down there. Um I don't know if they're going to try to match him up against JSN or Lockett in the slot, but it's going to be interesting how they deploy him. Yeah, I mean, it'd be whoever is there, I guess. But but Hamilton gives you so much from that slot in terms of what he does against the run. He effectively he, – he, he makes your standard nickel defense extraordinarily effective versus 12 personnel. So the, the I think that Seattle has played – we had this come up on the show – about 1.5 tight ends per play this year. And so that's a lot of 12 personnel baked into that. They have had some 13 in there, which, which cuts it down some. But, the, you know, 13 also, you want to have a, a, you know, a big guy like Hamilton up front. But anyway, the, 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 the addition of Hamilton in the box when you are playing nickel makes your run defense exceptional. And it's something that the, the Ravens should be uh, – I, I think they should really benefit from if he can move back there. Uh, one last thing, though. I, um, I know – our middle linebacker core is great. I know Roquan and PQ are at the top of their game right now, but at what point are we going to either take, we had to take off queen, not in the sense that he's not doing well, but just say we want to go to a dime look. Like it it would be very beneficial if it's like, we know they're going to pass and that's all they can do. They haven't been able to run all game. Why not take out queen and we can either put, Stone back there and put uh, Hamilton in that position or even Worley when he comes back and have him as a robber almost. I, You know, I love the dime. So in some ways you're asking the wrong guy uh, about <laughs> when we should do this. But but the truth of the matter is 
Queen has earned his place on the field, I think, for th- yeah. for three downs at this point. So I think the answer to your question is 2024 is when the Ravens are going to make that move. Okay. And it is it's a significant organizational value that they can tap into. And I know that the, the listeners on this show who are regulars really know this um, a lot from me. It's not the Queen isn't a value at the salary he's making right now. It's that you can't really afford to sign or spend the draft capital on another three-down unicorn and live with all of the injury risk that represents. Because if that guy goes, you don't have an easy way to replace him. Mm-hmm. If you if you have three players or two players, let's say a two-down thumper, and um, let's let's say it was Hamilton or Stone or even Worley in the box as a as a dimeback, um, that's cheap as hell. You just do it at a fraction of the cost of of having Queen here, uh, and you get less. But it's you know it's a, it's part of the you know eighty percent of the player, twenty percent of the price deal that the Ravens you know are going to have to play position after position on Lamar Jackson's second contract. So I think the Ravens will tap into that organizational uh, value next year. They'll see what they have with Trenton Simpson, and they'll mm-hmm. use a dime back if they feel they need to. So uh, this year, three dime snaps so far the entire year. So. I think they they've pretty well you know played their hand you know, kind of open faced for us here so far. Yeah, it's just interesting. I think yeah, it's not like it's it had burned us too much, but I think nickel is in passing situations it can be not the best coverage or the right. best uh, formation. It's it's definitely not a full commitment to to doing that, and I think the Ravens have had to. Um, if they didn't have Roquan and Queen now playing at a pretty high level from a coverage perspective, mm-hmm. I think it, it definitely could be a problem for them. But they've they've got you know it's a great pairing and they do a lot of good things in terms of tackling downhill, um, and and they've rushed the passer effectively as well. Yeah, you know, particularly I think that's the main key why we keep them in. I think the pass rush is the big thing. All right, I've got a slightly different matchup on defense. Mine is the Ravens' defensive line versus the Seattle offensive line that has some significant continuity issues. So this is something the Know Your Foe uh, guest brought up. Uh, Dan, uh, go forth. I, I would invite you to listen to that episode and hear him talk about the offensive line. Um, they've used a lot of different combinations on their line, and the Ravens have had some injuries and dealt with some of that too, but not like Seattle. And, uh, and so this is a possibility where – um, continuity issues have generally been the Ravens' friend, and their pass rush, particularly from the inside, looks that much better once they get their stunts and twists going, once we have simulated pressure show up again. Um, I'll be interested to see because uh, McDonald has been very flexible in terms of how he's used simulated pressure. So we'll see this week whether they, they continue with a lot of that or whether they go with less of it as they did uh, against Dobbs and the Cardinals. They really... Uh, we're confident that um, Dobbs had been pretty good against the Blitz, and they didn't really want to disadvantage their linebackers in coverage. We may see another week like that. Uh, and maybe if you're talking about protecting that area between level two and level three in the middle of the field, one of the big ways you can avoid bad things from happening there is to keep eyes on the quarterback several yards off the ball instead of yeah. having guys dropping from the line of scrimmage uh, into coverage to try and confuse offensive linemen and generate a better pass rush. Uh, I think either can work, but in, in this case, I think that, that um, uh, they're going to try and gain their advantages on the defensive line up front with more stunts. At least that would be my guess in this game against against Geno Smith. Yeah, and I mean, if we're talking about stunts, that just leads to another big game for Matt Abike, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I don't know who else is going to – I mean, well, everyone on the D-line everyone. is beating right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. who else is – you know, yeah. it's just uh, – 
I'm loving it on the defensive line. I don't know what else to say. I think uh, last week it was concerning uh, watching them, the Cardinals, run the ball a little bit. I was getting kind of upset in the beginning of the game. They were moving in a little too much for me. Um, so if they can clean that up, stay in their gaps and not, you know, try and get to the quarterback as fast, because I think I've seen... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Travis Jones get upfield a little too fast in those runs, trying to predict the pass. So it's going to be important for us to just stay disciplined and attack when we have the opportunity because we're good enough, obviously, up front to get to the QB. Almost, it's almost at will at times. Well, hopefully, you know, they give Geno Smith pause, you know, with the looks they show him in the secondary and the eyes he's getting so that he's making multiple reads per play. And that pass rush has an opportunity to, uh, to get in his face, show him color, and then uh, make him make some mistakes. Cause that's a, uh, it's, Geno Smith has, has been, uh, has had troubles at times. Have I called him Geno Stone yet this episode? Cause that's going to happen. I'm sure of it, if it hasn't already. I don't think so. I think you've been good so far. All right. So how about on the uh, on the other side of the ball? In, in terms of offense, wh- what do the Ravens need to uh, exploit? I think the Ravens need to key in on the blitz. I think uh past couple of weeks, we haven't done a stellar job. And, rec- well, we recognize the blitz. I think it's more so Lamar making the right call at the line and – I know we've been trying to incorporate more screens on these blitzes, uh, especially the tunnel screens, but the blocking hasn't panned out the way we wanted and it's not popping the play like it needs to. So I think if we are able to adjust into Lamar getting into more max protection and kind of quarter, like just making route combinations at the line that would make sense for off coverage and have all the offensive linemen be able to be in the right position and the running back and the tight end just be able to be ready. Because last week we didn't go against a team that blitzed us that much. Lamar had a 42% time in ample space last week. I think we won't see that again at all the rest of the season probably. Um, I would agree. Yeah. Three-man rush is not going to happen this week. So – Offensive line needs to have a. I mean, it's it's going to be have to have have a better performance this week than it did last week. That's for sure, because they gave up sacks with a three man rush, and that's not acceptable. Right. They the they did a Arizona did a really good job of spying Lamar in this game, and that is one of the things Lamar's had problems of with generally speaking is somebody getting home as soon as he leaves the pocket or having a race downhill for that. When that happens, when when Lamar sees that happening early in a game, and more importantly, when other quality control coaches or or the, or Monken sees it, you know, it's something that's got to be brought up and create a change because Lamar is perfectly capable of manipulating those spies 
by forcing them to, or, or forcing them to run downhill as his options are breaking open in the middle of the field. And you take away that underneath middle of the field coverage uh, when you when you manipulate those spies. And I, I don't think they did a very good job of of dealing with that this game. So Lamar had a really awful game with ample time and space. It wasn't just that he got 42% ample time and space. It's that he threw for 1.5 yards per play on those opportunities, which yeah. is just utterly terrible. You should be ten, you know, 10 yards a throw with ample At time least. and space. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. So I I, uh, I so I agree with you on that one. I'll, I'll give you another one. Um, I think on the uh, on the offensive side is that I think the Ravens need to be able to use their speed and power weapons in a very balanced way in this game. Um, this is not a this is not a defense that's nearly as weak as the Cardinals in terms of having uh, weakness against the run. You know the possibility to get get well, even though the Ravens you know, didn't have an overwhelming run game by any stretch last week. They did run the ball right down the Cardinals' throat when the Cardinals knew it was coming late. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this Seahawks team, they're fairly balanced defensively. They certainly present a lot of problems, uh, both in terms of coverage and in terms of uh, what they can do in the box. Jamal Adams is a big weapon, obviously, when they get him on the field. But I, I, was, I was really surprised how few snaps he's played this year. He's played like under 200 snaps on, on wow. the year so far, which is, is surprising to me given you know what they're paying him. Uh, he's a uh, he's a big weapon, obviously from a pass rush perspective. I think, I think he was hurt a little bit oh, in the year. Could be, yeah. could be, yeah. Um, even even though I think he might have played five games though at forty snaps a game was 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 what I was looking at while the other guy was was talking on the Know Your Foe episode. Anyway, um, not not to not to belabor that point. Um, the Ravens have good speed assets now this week. If Mitchell's returning, Hill is there. Duvernay is available, even though they've, they've cut his usage on offense to almost nothing. Yeah. Um, I really want to see them use those speed weapons, in particular, in a more balanced way that keeps Flowers as a receiver. Um, I think the tunnel screens, in, in particular, have been not only not particularly effective, and you'd, you'd if you know, think about how the Ravens like to force that brand of offense on Cincinnati and other opponents they have instead of going down the field. You know, it's it's probably not the Ravens' first choice either. And these cases where we're seeing um, uh, Flowers line up as a Y and then motion towards the sideline on that same side yeah. is ex- is an extraordinary telegraphing of that play. Now I'm not saying they can't use that as a decoy as well. Cause they could, but they never did that, that I saw in this game. They, they pretty much pitched the ball out to the side where flowers was every time they, they ran motion to the outside, which is, un, it's unusual to start with. Usually motion comes across the formation, gives you options in the middle of the field, jet motion, et cetera. But um, you know, when they run at the outside, it always looks kind of weird. Yeah. I think uh, it's something Miami has started to make more of a mainstay. They've been doing that with Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I think it's more so trying to get their speed guys already at full speed once the, the ball snapped, mm-hmm. in a sense. So, again, I think to your point, it might give the hand to what we might be doing on that play. But it certainly can be advantage, advantageous in the future when we build uh, corrections and counters off that. So it's going to be interesting with that. But I think uh, Seattle is mainly a cover three team. And I think Lamar has had success against cover three, mainly. He knows the holes and what to do with his eyes to get them in the right spot. Um, I anticipate us having a good game on offense. Uh, If we continuously 
emphasize giving Gus the ball. I think he falls forward for three yards. So I don't know why you would try and get away from that, especially in the beginning of the game, unless, you know, scripting goes differently and we're trying to exploit them in a certain zone and then put Gus on them later. But try, like you said, just making sure that we have a good combination of our finesse players, Bateman, Beckham, Flowers, all our guys trying to get them incorporated in the offense and then go to our power players like like a Gus and a Mark Andrews or closers. Yeah. Uh, love it. And and uh and definitely uh I'm not saying you know take a player like Beckham out of the offense, but I, I do think I want to see a lot more from Bateman relative to yep. Beckham in this game. And I think this is this is a team you give a fairly heavy dose of Patrick Ricard to. Uh, and hopefully, you know, some of that script related is they've, they've got to get the lead. And when you're in a position to close out a game, you love to have Patrick Ricard on the field. If you're if it's the only way your offense is working, that's not the ideal reason to have Patrick Ricard on the field. You'd, yeah. you'd like to probably have him on a little bit less. Well, I think we might pop a screen to him this game in a sense of just trying to make Seattle think too much because we saw it in the Detroit game. Mm-hmm. He got two catches. That one catch on the sideline, by the way, was absolutely just a fullback should not be making that grab. That was an acrobatic grab. So for him to be able to make that catch in the flat, that makes them come up thinking, okay, he can catch anything now. And then he catches that little pop pass and goes for 28. I think that's what kills a defense when they do everything right. Everything's covered on the back end. And then boom, it's the fullback making the play. That's the type of offense we need. We need that back-breaking offense. Well, the, and the Edwards play, of course, fits kind of in the same mold in terms of a, 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 a very well-done play, not only by Lamar, who obviously you know al- allowed the play to be broken early by the position of the defensive player. Now, he could have tried to outmaneuver him, and it might have worked, probably wouldn't have. But going back to the other side, then um, he – Edwards had his back to the play the entire time. Now, that doesn't mean Edwards can't pick up on the clues on that play and figure out, oh, yeah, wait a minute. Those guys are headed downhill. The ball's coming back to my side. I need to find space behind these defenders. But he did He did exactly that without looking back at the quarterback, and I thought that was uh, that was terrific. He just looked back for the football when he's, when he's ready for it, and sure enough, Lamar had it right on him. Big play. Yep. All right. Frazier, always a pleasure to do this with you. Uh, tell folks where they can find your work online. You guys can find me at Twitter slash X at F underscore R. All right. I think we might have lost Frazier here for a second, but uh, other folks out there, if you'd like to be on a film study short, hit me up with a DM on Twitter. They're always open. And I want to hear from you and talk football with you. Talk about what your idea is. Keep it granular so we can get it done in 15 or 20 minutes. We don't want a, uh, you know, a, an hour episode. We're trying to create some shorter content with this, and, and uh, that's optimal. But we'll work through it together and find out what would make a really good show. For Frazier Tafar, this is Ken McCusick saying goodbye. We'll talk to you next week on Matchups. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need 
Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.